Welcome back to 90s Meets World. I'm your host, Anise. And uh, my name is Brandon. And today we have another guest, our friend BJ. He's going to talk to us a little bit about his investment plans, how he was able to move from Illinois out to California. And like, tell us a little bit how that move was and how you kind of set yourself up for success. Um, first off, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course. Um, yeah. And secondly, um, I don't know. This was something something that was, you know, in the, in the works for me for like three, three to four years because um, – you know, I'm born and raised in Illinois, but I think for me, I've always had a natural love for California. So um, knowing that I was going to be in a position financially to do it, I wanted to um, get out here as soon as possible. And with everything going on, um, I didn't want to, you know, I tried to do this when I was 18 because that's when I initially was able to kind of afford to do it. But I was too young and didn't have any direction. So um, I wanted to wait till I got older and just had a little bit more footing. So the move was actually kind of fast. I had initially planned it back in um, January, but obviously COVID happened. So it kind of derailed my timing as far as like where I wanted to stay and where I wanted to be at. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it's been a big adjustment because I initially wanted to go to LA and couldn't do that because I needed to, I wanted to view places and a lot of places that I had you know, scheduled to view, then, you know, we're shutting down tours. So I ended up, you know, panicking and wanted to get out of Illinois. So this mm -hmm. is that's Irvine. So. so California, like, has always been, like, in the back of your head, like, ever since, like, day one? Man, I'm telling you, um, I've always, I you know, and I had only been to California a few times, but I don't know, man, it's cliche as hell, don't get me wrong, but it's like, when you feel it, you just, uh, it's something about it, man. Right. You know, I, something in the water out there. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not for sure. But quick disclaimer for everyone. Um, yeah, we talk about, you know, the life struggles and, you know, goals of us millennials of us born in the 90s. And if, you know, our Instagram's at 90s meets world. If you want to be on this podcast, you find this content relatable, share it with someone, feel free to send us a DM. Um, you know, we're going to get into this conversation and Nisa and I and ask, you know, BJ these questions. But, um, yeah, BJ, I mean, tell me how you felt, like, how recently did you move out here to LA? I left. Or I California. Left, yeah, I left Illinois um, June 3rd, so. Oh, so you're recent. Like, how did you feel? Like, were you scared? Like, I was scared when I moved out here. Like, a lot. Yeah, um, you know, obviously, I was mixed, mixed feelings, you know, because you, you got your friends back home, and, um, you know, that's all, like, that's your life. That's been, you know, I'm 24, and I've been there my entire life so it's like you have that aspect of it but then I was more excited because this is where I want to be for the rest of my life so it was more so of a okay on to the next chapter type of thing mm -hmm. so um, and so I like what made you like like say like now it's happening I've got everything in, like in place like I'm moving to California now what made me kind of just do it now yeah like made you say like all right we're going today like this is the date I'm going um Okay, so honestly, the thing about me, I'm really, I'm really impulsive. And if I want to do something, it has to be done while it's on, like, on my thoughts, or else I'll procrastinate and end up getting caught up doing something else. Right. So I've been wanting to get um, out of Illinois for a while. And on, okay, side note, also my lease was ending at my apartment. So it was like a two birds, one stone thing. So I was right. thinking, like, instead of um, renewing the lease, especially with COVID going on, I was right. like, it didn't make sense. I'm like, I don't want to be here. 
for another three months or whatever because I had only signed a three-month leave in Oakbrook and I was like I don't instead of doing that so let's just go ahead and um move out I had actually had stuff moved to Orange County like two months before I got here just to be so that's that's, that's so, dope. Um, what's it called? Um, so like, what's your plan? Like, what what like what are you doing right now for like job or like do you have like plan? Like, do you like what's what's the plan like being in Cali? Because um, you know, everyone leaves Cali, LA, you know, city of dreams. Like, everyone's hustling and bustling like at all times. Like, what? Obviously, I get it. Like, a lot of people want to be out here in Cal, especially being from the Midwest. You want to be in California from the movies, but I feel like you know people from the Midwest, Chicago, have that, like, that work ethic, like, and you'll yeah, notice it. You'll definitely. Notice, you'll yeah. notice it. Everyone knows, like, a niece will know, like, we've all worked since we're, like, 16, grocery store, like, everything, you know, like, it's, it's different in California, like, you'll, you'll just see, like, a different mindset, but, you know, like, what's your plan, like, what's your goal out here? Um, I, I have a bunch of stuff I want to tackle while I'm out here. Um, first and foremost, obviously, I want to tackle some of the career stuff, which was, you know, my career thing was to be the Swiss Army knife type of guy who could, you know, write a screenplay, write something, and then go into another thing an another day. And balancing that with uh, wanting to do philanthropy was kind of like, I wanted to be like, uh, like Donald Glover is like one of my big inspirations. I wanted to be like that guy that just does it all. So um, I'm going to be tackling it all. I still don't, I know why I'm here. I want to get my first project done. Um, my first script that I wrote two years ago, I want to get that project done ASAP. And then as soon as I move on from that and get all of that stuff, get into a little bit more of the stuff. I do have a lot that I'm going out here, just as far as like food and um, awareness type of things for people in our age bracket. So I got to, right. I'm taking it on to kind of lead by example type of thing. Right. So well, now that we have you here, why don't we like, why don't you tell us a little bit about this, uh, screenplay screenplay since you're trying to get it done in the what i think is the best place possible in california for sure um so probably like yeah like two years ago i had wrote a um script it was uh called pink lemonade it was basically just it was mainly my diary entries from stuff that i had written um from a lot of the things i was going through at the time it was like it was a story of a kid like learning to adjust because um you know, my parents gave me a, a platform at a young age to do something and just dealing with all of that at 18, it's a lot. And I wanted to kind of showcase, my goal behind that was um, to A, focus on mental health. I feel like for guys, um, it's a tough top topic to talk about because a lot of guys Definitely. don't know how to have that conversation. 100%. And, um, I'm aware that I'm not the ideal guy. So I was thinking like, you know, if I brought awareness to that, I could, you know, get other people to do that. But I just wanted to really be transparent and show people like, hey, this is what I went through for a two year span. And like, you know, it's got, it's it's like a two month, two month span of a character going through some breakups and some personal stuff that I went through. And, you know, I wrote it pretty, um, pretty loosely. I wanted to be as transparent as possible. And it was only supposed to be a short film. I, I have a fascination with short films. I wanted to be like 30 to 40 minutes. Cause I don't like taking up people's time. So, um, cause I know people have things to do. So I want to get that done. That was like my baby. That was like my first project, but I was tackling like multiple things while trying to do that. Right. Um, I'm a huge eco, eco guy. So that's going to be another thing that, um, I focus on while I'm out here. 
um, bringing awareness to recycling and all that stuff. So it, it, I, I got a long list. Right. Yeah. I mean, on the topic of mental health, I mean, you, you, you nailed it right on, right on the head. I mean, like, you know, especially for guys, I mean, just being a 2020, you know, mental health awareness is like so big. It's like, it's legit so big now. And, and with guys, like even like growing up and stuff like that, you know, like, you know, you just rub some dirt on it, you know, you don't be emotional. Like, but like at the end of the day, like everyone has mental health issues and something with me that I've noticed, um, you know, like you, we view our parents, like, I personally view my parents now as not just parents, but human beings, you know, they, they, they're going through their own like problems and stuff like, you know, just everything. And I just think like, it just opens my mind. Like, I feel like mental health is something that needs to really get stressed upon and like, you know, like plays like that and like screenwriting and stuff like that you're doing about mental health with Pink Lemonade. Like, I think it's important. And you make, you, you wanting to make it short is great too, because I mean, attention spans are short now. Exactly. So, right. um, and then another thing was, you know, I've been told that I'm not, you know, the best uh communicator too so that was another reason like i literally my I, I kid you not i literally woke up at like 2 a.m one morning and was just like ah i think i'm gonna try this and i literally um spent the next couple months uh trying to, to write it and go about that but it, it's been a really tough pro uh process when you get companies involved and in trying to get stuff done it it gets really tricky so yeah, there's a lot of complicated issues, especially like you're you're starting in a whole new environment. It's not like you can say like, oh, I've had this friend my whole time, my whole life. He can maybe hook me up because he knows so and so you're starting everything new. And I think that's a big step for you, too. You're saying like you have like problems like communicating and all that. And like this is like definitely like a good way to just get yourself out there and just make yourself known and kind of like tackle everything head on. Yeah, and another thing too, and I, I tell people that this all the time, I think people have to get back to doing stuff for fun. Because I think a lot of times people do things so seriously and it's so stressful. So I, I tell people, like, if you wake up one morning and you're like, fuck it, I want to do this or try this, go do that. Like, you know, why not? Um, and that was kind of one of the first times I actually had that moment. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Right, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's huge, dude. I mean, like, you know, um, just doing something that you think is fun. I think um, what you're doing right now is you're you're really getting out of your comfort zone. And I think, you know, a lot of, like, all of us should experience, like, whether getting out of your comfort zone is, you know, moving out, trying something new. Um, you know, it's just, it's good for you. It really is. Like, you'll really find, like, you know, what you really want to do in your life. And, um, yeah, you're doing it, dude. Like, comfort zone like what are your thoughts on like the comfort zone stuff like that is that another reason why you want to move out to california is just to, you know like get yourself uncomfortable yeah um i wanted to be in a whole new environment because uh i have nothing against Illinois. i love Illinois. always gonna love it but i feel like whenever you people say this too you know your vibration feels different when you get in a different spot and it's like and i'm a person who needs to be around heat um i don't like snow not a fan of snow so that was another thing for me. Like I need to be around good weather, um, 24 seven. So it was just the whole package. Um, and I knew it was time. So. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, who doesn't want to go out to California, but you said like something earlier that people need, like I wanted to get back on that. People need to get back into doing things they love or loving what they do. And I think that's so important for, especially millennials. Everyone thinks like they see all these outlets. So, 
so-and-so is an, is my age making a million dollars a year on Instagram. And it's like, you can't compare it to that. Like everybody has different things that they do and different things that they love. You could put yourself out in that situation, but, and then realize, Oh, I have to be doing this 24 seven. And it's not what you like. And then you you never know. Like that's like what's, what the beauty of be, being born in the nineties and experiencing all these different changes. Like there's so many different things that we were thrown with even at very young age and now obviously with like the whole COVID-19 and it's, it's like you're, we're expected to handle things at our age a certain way, but at the same time we have to like figure out what the right move is and how to love what we're doing in the process in order to find like true happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Instagram is nuts. Like social media is nuts. Like, influencers like it's it's so bad like i don't care who you are and like what you try to say but like you're always going to be comparing yourself to someone mm-hmm. and instagram is social media facebook is so like dangerous that's why like you know like i i try to post my like you know losses but you know that's the that's the non-glamour side of you know everyone just wants to see the good but i just feel like i don't know you just gotta uplift people dude like it's it's bad like mental health is you know social media does not help your mental health at all hey i tell you know i tell people this all the time because um i don't really like i like social media i think um the one thing i'm trying to learn how to do is like i tell people just balance it like for example um like i know on twitter like i only follow a certain amount of people especially now with everything going on because it's just like i don't want to intake too much of stuff that i know might throw me off um instagram freaks me the hell out uh comments on the internet give me like you know just super anxiety because it's like the internet is just weird but it's like you need it so um that's just the generation that we're in you can't do anything without social media so i always tell people just find your niche or you know find what works for you uh i don't like uh oh my god i can't stand influencers and that whole thing on uh social media because it's like dude everybody takes an l every once in a while so I'm actually glad you said that because a lot of people, what they don't think about is who they're following will affect their social media. I mean, not their social media, their, um, their mental health. So like, say for instance, you're not, you're not like going through good times. You're, you're struggling with your student debt or you have to like make a mortgage or whatever. And then you're following like Kevin Hart and all these big time celebrities and all these like, uh, Instagram celebrities and you're seeing like, Oh, they're living a perfect life right now. And I'm not. And that's really what a lot of people don't see is like getting to them subconsciously. I feel like, mm-hmm. no, that's a real thing. And people start comparing themselves to, uh, to what they see. And, you know, that's the one thing that sucks. And I always tell people, especially in our age bracket, don't let social media confuse you because they'll make social media can make you feel like you're behind you're not doing enough and it's like dude whatever you're doing you're pretty much you know you're on it's not a it's not a race so that's the one thing with social media i'm like i i don't like that people do that um they kind of always like try to make somebody feel like it's like they're a step behind and so it's kind of annoying but right yeah it makes sense yeah, social media is just like, like, it's a blessing and it's a curse, like, at the same time. I just feel like, yeah, you, you, you nailed it on the, on the head again. I mean, like, you just need to find balance with uh, social media for sure. Um, I also think it's important, like, you know, like, it's okay to unfollow people. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like, literally, like, 
I I probably got followed by so many people all the time. I don't check because I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, follow who you want to follow. Like, if there's people you don't talk to anymore, like, you know, you have old high school people that when you first made your Instagram, you just followed everyone from your class. Like, you know, who cares? Just unfollow them. You know, if you don't like seeing their content, like their content irritates you or you're just like, you know, I want to be more, more around positive stuff. I just feel like, you know, no hard feelings. Like, if you're, if you're looking at your follower count and looking for the specific people that follow you and not and unfollow you, that's a problem. That's, yes. that's not good. That, that's kind yes. of weird. You know, that, that's for sure weird. But I remember, Nice was telling me too that like you were, you're into investing, BJ? Yeah. What kind of, what kind of investment stocks or? Um, all of that, well, at my age, I had a um, firm in Neighborville uh, Cebo Capital, because I was 19, pretty much getting my uh, um, inheritance from my parents or whatever. And I didn't know, to be honest, to be completely candid, I'm 19 years old, dude. I have no idea how none of this stuff works, have no idea what's going on. So they basically took me under their wing and was like, hey, we'll set this up. It's just like, hey, what do you want to go into? What do you what do you care about? And we'll put you in a position to, um, to, to excel. So the two things for me at that age were, I know uh, marijuana is about to be legal in a few years, so let's hop on that. Um, and anything eco-friendly, let's hop on that. So those were the first two things that I tackled uh, going into it. And that's how I got the Just Water um, investment, which if you guys don't know about that, that's a water bottle, that's the Jaden Smith company. The water bottle is made out of sugar cane, completely sugar cane. So huge thing on that, that's like my baby. And then um, uh, condescent. That was another big one that I had, which was the weed company in Palm Springs. So if anybody there out in Cali, check them out. Let me know what you think. Um, and that's pretty much just been how it's gone. Um, they pretty much, and that's what I tell everybody to do. I don't care how much you, you know, what you don't have or whatever, do it from a young age, get you, have people around you, have a management group to, to do that for you. Because we don't, a lot of times, like somebody like myself, I don't want to do you know, go do a ton of paperwork or go figure out um, what works. So get you a team around you that has your best interests to actually look out for you. And that's, you know, I saw my dad do it. So um, I followed suit and um, that's how people get messed over. And I've actually been in a situation like that with some contracts that I just didn't know uh, what was going on. And um, I took a couple else. So, um, but no, on the investment side, I always tell people, go after what you like. It's a, uh, you know, a lot of people go, Hey, I'll, I've saved this up. I'll go put this towards Apple or whatever. And that's cool. That's great. But I think in the time that we're in, you know, we're in the best time to go towards, you know, technology. You got people out here that are our age doing things that, you know, they just need a, they just need a push. So if I see a startup that interests me or something, or I see somebody trying to do something, I want to be a part of that, you know, next, next wave so that's kind of that's what i'm going to transition to while i'm out here um but the first thing was to get myself established to even be in a position to do that mm -hmm. so are you just like um so what you do is you invest into startups then i assume mm -hmm. is that your thing startups like how do you like how do you even invest into a startup you just like what's the research that goes into that yeah well i know okay so with the condescent thing for example they were that company was um, building a new, um, what do you call it? A field house in Cupertino. 
and they needed the money for it or whatever, and they were looking for funding for it. So with something like that, um, when they brought that to me, it was kind of a risk because I was like, man, if this doesn't pan out, if they don't, you know, end up being able to afford this, you know, you lose money. But that's the game of investing. So pretty much tell me, hey, you can put this, you know, this is how much they needed. I, I gave them a lot to, to do that. And I got paid back in dividends from that, um, a monthly dividend from that. And that's what I always tell people to do, because uh, you can... The best thing I can always say is get you a residual income. So that way you can always have you a money source. So no matter what happens, you know that you have this income coming in all the time. So right. Right. So is that like your main thing right now? Is that is that what um you know, is that like one of your ways? So it's like passive income basically, right? Yeah. So it's like passive income. So like um I don't have to do anything. Right. Um, Right. So um, over here, so you're going to really just focus on, um, you know, California and like with your dream of like screenwriting and stuff, right? Yeah. And more so the, the uh, philanthropy. I care about the philanthropy more than the screenwriting, to be honest with you. And I'm not saying that to be cliche either. That's been my thing for a while. Um, I think because I think we're in the best generation. I just think people need to see more examples. And I, right. I don't take it right. I don't mind taking that risk, like being the guy to talk about um, taking care of the environment, um, being the guy that talks about recycling. I don't, I don't mind it. And I want to do it because I like helping people. I love helping people. So that's going to be the focus here. For the, I know for these first two years, if the screenwriting thing pans off, that's great. But it's like, it's a recreational thing. So I'm not really banking on it. I'd rather, I'm trying to, one of my goals was I wanted to be at the Met Gala by 25. So that's why I'm trying to like really speed this process. That'd be up. sick. That, that'd, that'd be, that'd be so, dope. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so dope. I'm gonna give you guys a, a secret. The the tip that that has actually worked. So I do a ton of vision boarding, and I do a ton of. Wait, wait, repeat, repeat that because this is I'm we're we're clipping this part. We're okay. So yeah, one of my major tips that I'm trying to get everybody to get into, and the one thing that I do, I do a ton of vision boarding, which is basically. Um, I know like two or three years ago before I even moved out here, um, I would like tweet out things that I wanted to do or print out pictures of things that I wanted, like an apartment or a house that I thought looked good or like an amount of money that I wanted. And I would put it on my phone or like put it on my wall or whatever, just so I'm constantly seeing it because like the more that you see that stuff, it becomes like, you know, it's a routine for you. So the more you put it in your like psyche, um, things just start to happen. You start working and it, it, it drives you. So I try to get people to, to realize like, Hey, this stuff actually works. Um, and you don't even realize, like, I didn't realize, um, some of this stuff manifested until like I got out here, like the second night I was sitting in California, I'm like, Oh my God, I actually got to California in two years. Like I wanted to. So, um, it's just how quick these things go. But, you know, I always tell people don't like, if you want to, you, you have a certain amount of money you want to make, Put that on your vision board. It doesn't matter. It could be any amount that you want. Whatever you want, just print it out. Always looking at it. Make it your make it your lock screen. You want a dream car? Make it your lock screen or whatever the case may be. Because it's just like you're constantly feeding your mind that. And you know, one quote that I heard that I live by is like, hey, if you're gonna spend all this time in your head, make it a good place to be. So that's why, like me, I always see I had um I love that. <laughs> That's a great. That's so good. Yeah, and it's just, um, especially since we're young, 
people, you don't have anything to lose. I was because like people go, oh, why would you do that? That just seems stupid. I'm like, you know, the current method that I w- I was doing isn't working, so why not switch it up? And right. it can only the thing is, it's fun. Like, you know, have fun with it. Like, why not? You want a new Tesla? Put that on there, and never, you never. Two years later, you or not even it doesn't matter how fast. You know, you'll find yourself getting that Tesla, and then you look back and go, "Wow, I had this on my vision board. This happened." Because that's just how life works, man. Um, you can get the things that you want. Right. Exactly. Just put it out into the universe. Say you yeah. want to be a millionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Literally speaking to an existence. I mean, I feel like. Yeah, the manifesting thing, like, it's so great. Like, I'm, like, a firm believer and like, I fully support people just, like, speaking out loud, you know, putting, like, putting action where your mouth is. Like, you know, everything that you want in life, you have it already. You just got to put the work in. And I'm, I'm such a firm believer in that. But, uh, yeah, back to vision boards real quick. Like, how do you, like, make your vision boards? Like, you just print out a shit ton of pictures or... Um, I know one of the first vision boards I did was actually a, an actual board. I went to the dollar store, grabbed a couple boards, and then I went home and just printed out a bunch of pictures. I made a list of stuff that I wanted, and I printed that out. But now they have it to where you have um, – do you guys know about the Headspace app? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I, I think that same company, they even have a vision board app to where you can literally just put, you know, search up the things that you want. And just put it all right there and then that way it can be on your phone so you, there's a multitude of ways you can do it um but yeah there's no particular way just however you want to do it and have fun with it just make sure you're seeing it constantly and here's the thing that people mess up when they're making their vision boards people go oh well i want to make money and then they'll put like a picture of a you know they'll think it's stupid to put a picture of a billion dollars on there because they'll go oh i can't see that happening like no fuck like put that picture of a billion dollars on there if that's what you want to make, put it on there. Right. Um, and, you know, that'll happen. So. No, just- yeah, that's key. Like, I think, like, um, which everything you're saying right now, uh, the book I'm reading right now is called Think and Grow Rich. And, like, literally, like, that's, like, literally the first two chapters is just speaking into existence. Like, if you want $150,000, give it, give it a time, give it a one, like, give it a time, like, give it a one. Basically, just give it a one and say it every morning. Say it before you go to bed. Write it down write it down somewhere, put it in front of you and just manifest it. Like, just like, it's so powerful. Like it really is. It's so powerful to just manifest your dreams into reality. It, it works and it, it's crazy. Um, and that's the one thing I want for everybody. I want people to have that moment when they're like, oh crap, I actually, I thought about this and you know, this happened. So, um, cause I had it a few weeks ago, man. And it was probably the best, like 10 minutes. I was just sitting outside. Like, that's crazy. Um, cause you don't see it until you're just sitting back. And, um, but that's pretty much, that's like the secret right there. It's the law of attraction is a real thing. That's the one thing I will tell you. Definitely. I feel like having that vision board is like, like that constant reminder that you have something going for yourself and you have a reason to move forward. Cause a lot of people that will hold them back is like they're taking a failure and then they dwell on that failure. Like a lot of people don't realize that only person, the person that's dwelling most on the failure is you, your friends aren't going to be like, Oh, I'm thinking all the time this guy lost in this game or like that guy lost so much money. Like he's a loser. Like that's not what people think. People are just, they go about their day. They're worried about themselves too. And you, you need to just get like past that and be able to keep moving forward. And having that vision board is what keeps you moving forward. Right. Yeah. Dude, like, man, it's just like, I don't know, dude, like the twenties, I feel like it's just, it's, it's like the perfect time to grow. Like, 
there's literally nothing to lose. Like nothing to lose. Like you can make so many mistakes right now, and you like. I mean, they're obviously you still like, bounce back. You could still bounce back. There's so much time, and like, but you can't take that time for granted. Like, you need to realize that, like, okay, this time is so precious. There's a reason why people that are way older than us, or like not even way older, like five to ten years older than us, they're always like, oh, what I would do to you know be in your shoes, like, just yeah. like. Be right. a baby guy. It's only like five to ten year difference. Especially like my parents are always just like, you know, just like do what you want, do what you want to do right now. And they support it. I think that's key. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, I think everything you touched on, BJ, with like, you know, vision boards, like mental health, like, you know, your goals, like I, I give you a round of applause. I mean, like I moved out here to Cali from Illinois as well. And like, it wasn't easy. Like, it's not easy. Like leaving your friends and stuff like that, leaving your family, your loved ones, like it isn't easy. And, but like, you know, you grow, you know, you, you definitely grow. And I think it, that's important for sure. That, that's the important part of the twenties is to try to keep growing. And you guys have taken like the biggest leaps ever. You could completely in a whole new world trying to change your lifestyle, trying to change your mindset, trying to change like your goals as you go along. And it's, it's insane to see, like, especially millennials actually out here trying, because obviously there's always that stigma that we're not working the same way that our parents did or even the people before. And it's just like, we work differently and it's our minds work differently. So that's how things add up in the end. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. And, um, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's just different. You know, these times are for sure different from our parents. Like, there's just so much opportunity for us. It's just we got to take advantage. But, like, with so much opportunity, you know, there's a lot of, like, bad things going on around us. You know, like, social media, like we were saying earlier, is both good and bad, just depending how you use it and how you manage it. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, awful media out there. And, like, you know, Netflix is dangerous as well, you know? But yeah, I social media that much lately it, it's heavy uh especially these last like months just it, it's been really heavy so right. um trying to keep a balance between all that and you want to stay informed that's the thing that sucks because it's like exactly you, you cannot stay informed but it's just especially with the current climate with everything going on it's super crazy it's just um it you you can get wound down. Like I've had my days and I don't, I only follow 60 people on Twitter. So, and I get overwhelmed by the amount of content that I see what's going on around me in the world. And it's just like, I can only imagine. Um, and for the people who aren't aware uh, too, or don't have, uh, you know, knowledge of what it's actually doing to them, it affects your mood. Sometimes, you know, you get off social media, you're pissed off for no reason. It's like, I don't, you know, um, why put yourself through that? So, yeah, yeah social media like it, it, it does affect your mental health i mean like i mean i i'll admit it like i'm addicted to social media and like there are times where it's just like dang i need to get off but i can't get off you know like it's just an mm-hmm. endless cycle of twitter facebook instagram blah blah, blah all around in a circle like it's it's the, it's the fomo like constantly with you exactly it's it's awful but um yeah i mean bj it was it was honestly great having you here i think you know everyone that's watching this um there's a lot of relatable stuff in here. I mean, like, you know, I think a huge thing to take away from everyone that's listening is vision boards, you know, setting goals, putting it in writing, putting it in pictures up in front of you every day to manifest it. 
and uh you know just talking about the mental health stuff was huge and like you just like pursuing and getting out of your comfort zone you know trace chasing your screenwriting you know chasing all that stuff moving out to california i think it was awesome um do you have anything you want any last words you want to say bj um one last thing the thing i always tell people two things you guys mentioned it earlier comfort zone another quote that i love somebody was like oh i can only write about this this is all i know and the guy was like Why don't you go learn something new so it's constantly you should be constantly wanting to expand your comfort zone because the thing is with all these opportunities you're never going to get anything if you don't you know take that chance to expand it so um you never know who you're going to meet and the thing with me is like I think connections are so important. Like we're here to help one right. another get to the next level. And that's kind of what I want from, you know, for everybody. So that's what I want to do when like, when my time here is said and done, I want to be like, yo, like this guy helped me do this and do that. So make these connections, man. Like, don't be nervous to do like promote yourself. Don't be right. Do this Cause you don't, you have nothing to lose. And right. you know, at the end of the day, who's going to, what is somebody going to say to you? Right. Your network, is, your network is your net worth. Your network is your net worth. If you want to make money, you, you need to talk to people. Like you need to share your dreams. Like that's why like everything I've ever tried to do in my life, like I'm so like, I'm, I'm speaking out loud. I don't care who supports me or not, but like, dude, you're doing it right. Um, I, I, I thank you a ton. Nice. Thanks you a ton uh, for being on here. I think your story is great. Um, especially for people like, you know, I feel like I know Anise can agree probably with this as well. Is like once you graduate college, if you went to college or even high school, is like once you graduate, it's like what? There's like that emptiness, like there, you know. There's like that emptiness for a little bit, but um, yeah. you have to like make your own guidance, mm -hmm. and that's what that networking comes in handy too. Is we're all trying to find like where we're going next, and exactly. you might not know the answer to something, but your friend does, and that could help each other out. And you might know something that other people don't know. And that's what's important about these connections is just moving forward and being able to be a generation that's proud of themselves. Right. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, just keep sharing, everyone. Um, you know, uh, we thank you guys for listening to this podcast, 90s Meets World. If you found this content relatable and you think someone could benefit from this, please share it. Um, if you want to be on this podcast, shoot us a message on Instagram at 90s Meets World, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.